Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. You only want what's best for your baby. And so does BJ's. BJ's offers a variety of baby products that will take you from playtime to bath time to bedtime and beyond. Shop now through September 24th at BJ's for $3 off Johnson's, Aveeno, or Desitin baby products. Only the best will do when it comes to caring for your little ones and for parents, too. Give your baby that special care and save big at BJ's. Welcome to The Approach Shot, the golf show that's more laughs than links, more stories than strokes, more guffaws than golfers. Here are the hosts of The Approach Shot, John Ashton and Neil Michaels. It is time for us, we being The Approach Shot. I'm John Ashton, he's Neil Michaels. He just got back from vacation. I did, and I gotta tell you, doing a road trip where you fly into one city and then drive up the coast, kind of the coolest thing I've done in forever. Really? Yeah, now you flew to Charleston, South Carolina, initially. Flew into Charleston, South Carolina, spent Mm -hmm. a couple of days there, drove up the coast to Myrtle Beach, so I'm already driving by some of the greatest golf courses in the world. (laughs) Amen, yeah. Drove by Myrtle Beach, my my wife and I went out to dinner, and I could could feel my body starting to do like a a, a swing as we're sitting there at (laughs) dinner, and she's like, no, you're not playing golf. I was like, all right. <laughs> and then drove from there past Pinehurst up into Richmond, Virginia, which has some, a couple of really pretty courses. Mm-hmm. And then into the Baltimore, Washington area, drove by Congressional. Every time I would drive by one, I just sort of felt a little a little twinge. Can, can we just stop and, you know, maybe just play a, a hole or two? <laughs> Let me take five and a half hours of vacation time just for me. Exactly. <laughs> would you mind just staying by the pool with a beverage? And I'm surprised she didn't say yes. <laughs> well, I, it's funny that I would say one beverage for five and a half hours. Uh, just run a tab, man. Come on. You're good for yeah. it. Uh, yeah. I, I did not... Uh, of course, have a chance to take a vacation, but I did take a little trip and I did get to play golf. I played in a golf tournament in Noblesville, Indiana, which is right outside of Indianapolis. Do you at, have to be a noble to play there? You do. You do. Okay. Or at least have papers. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, the name of the course was Purgatory. They've taken a page out of John Milton and they named every one of the 18 holes. Oh my goodness, that, okay, I love that. <laughs> and they had, I think it was number 13, it was from the tips, it was a 738-yard par 5. What? I did not play from the tips. <laughs> Don't even think about it, but that's how long it was. But the, the shuttle bus from the tee to the green. <laughs> <laughs> the name of the of the hole was Never Ending Sorrow. <laughs> <laughs> And I can imagine if you don't hit the ball off the tee well, that's the truth. <laughs> and then and then number 17 is a par three, short par three, tee box, green, nothing but sand, and gunch in between. Oh, my gosh. And it's called Hell's Half Acre. <laughs> <laughs> 
All of them were aptly named. (laughs) That will mess with your head, won't it? All you have to do is hit the perfect shot. (laughs) (laughs) Just do it, man. Just do it. How'd you do? Um, We finished. (laughs) (laughs) You know, if if you were running a marathon, that's actually considered a a big thing. I don't think in golf it's the same. (laughs) Well, you know, there's one thing that a friend of mine and I have discussed keeping score sometimes is how many balls you win or lose. Yes, or you find we do that as well. And if if you find more, then he's like he's like three under. If he found three yeah. more balls than he started with, so I finished even. Oh, which, good for you! Which is a major accomplishment on that course. I did not lose a ball. That's remarkable. Yes. The, the last time I the last two times I played, the first time I played terribly, but I was plus two on balls. Mm-hmm. I actually found a couple that were better than the ones I was hitting. <laughs> and then the last time I played, I played so much better. And I think I was minus six on the balls, Yeah, me- meaning that I've got to go buy some. It, it's wow. fun though, man. I mean, um, you know, it was, it was a tournament, so you had to count everything. I was not allowed to keep my foot wedge in the bag. So mm. the score was a little higher than I used to, I will admit. <laughs> but you had a good time. Had a great time. Had a That's, great time. And it, it does sound like fun. Yeah, and you got to check it out, man. The, the guy, Terry Edwards, is a guy that runs the tour. He's a wounded warrior. He does it to raise money for Wounded Warrior Project. Oh, great. He uh, he got wounded in Afghanistan back in 2011. It took him five years before he could get to the point where he rehabilitated enough to play golf again. Oh, I love that story. And he is, he's out there. But the thing that's so great is he charges $70 to play in the tournament, no matter what the greens fees is at the golf course. You pay 70 wow. bucks. Like you can't play, you can't get on Purgatory for seventy bucks. The, in October, he's got a thing coming up at Firestone Country Club. Not only can you not play Firestone for seventy, you can't get into Firestone. Yeah, you know. Oh my gosh, without, are you going to play without alerting the authorities? I, I'm I'm saving my pennies right even as we speak. Yes, <laughs> there you go. But just check him out if you're interested. If you're in the area, it's CapitalGolf.net. I told him I'd give him a shout out. Great guy. Very nice. Very nice. Speaking of great guys, man, we have got uh, a historian of sorts coming up in a little bit. Indeed, and a great guy. And a doctor, no less. How about that? Bern Bernanke, who is the uh, president of the Gulf Heritage Society, has got our guest. I love the fact that he's got stories and he doesn't take it too seriously, but then he does. Yeah, he's a great guy. Great stories, and you're going to hear a bunch of them if you just hang out for a couple of minutes, because we're coming right back with Dr. Bern Bernanke, president of the Gulf Heritage Society, right here on The Approach Show. Guys. Are you wedding ring shopping, or do you remember when you were? It was, and should have been, all about your wife. But what about you? Not so much? Then you don't know about manly bands. Manly bands are super cool, dude. And I only say it like that because I'm loving the manly band that I chose. The Surfer. I get compliments on it all the time. Gnarly! You golfers need to check out the Double Eagle in Manly Band's sports collection. Perfect for any golfer. Or check out Manly Band's MLB collection or the Jack Daniel Whiskey Barrel collection, just to name a few. If you're married and have a ring, get another one. You don't own just one ball cap, do you? Here's a special offer for listeners of The Approach Shot. Order your Manly Band and get 21% off plus a free silicone ring. Just go to manlybands.com approach. That's manlybands.com approach for 21% off. Manly Band's. The best damn rings, period. Texting enrolls you into recurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Men, want to feel younger, stronger, leaner? You don't have to slow down after 40. 
Frank Thomas found the secret to staying in shape with the energy and drive of his 20s. Man, you look like you could still hit it a mile. I feel great, too. What gives? After 40, men slow down. It's harder to stay in shape. Why? Our free testosterone levels drop. It happened to me. And then I found Nugenics Total T. New Nugenics Total T is our most powerful man-boosting formula ever because it boosts your free testosterone and your total testosterone. Nugenics Total T helps provide even more energy, performance, testosterone, and muscle-boosting ingredients for even better results. To get your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total T, text GRIT to 321321. Samples are not available in stores. Well, wait. What are you going to do something about it now? I got to try Nugenics Total Tea. Text GRIT to 321321 for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea. That's G-R-I-T to 321321. And it is us. We are here. The Approach Shot. I am John Ashton. He is Neil Michaels. And we have a guest. Well, let's say a, a historian or a historical type person. I'm, I'm not sure how you would want to pigeonhole yourself, Dr. Bernanke, but, but Bern Bernanke, who is the head of the uh, the Golf Heritage Society, is our guest here on The Approach Shot. Welcome, and thanks for joining us here, Bern. How you doing, man? Doing great. Thank you much uh, for having me. I appreciate it. Was the golf game better? Well, the, the game's always been great, and uh, there's nothing in golf. It's just a modification of what we have already. That's all. Okay. I didn't. I didn't know how much of a snob you would be about equipment. <laughs> I'm not a snob at all, but I can tell you this: I I, I just love the game. I've played it with pre-1900 hickory clubs, post-1900 uh, hickory clubs. Uh, you know the um, the Bobby Jones era, mm-hmm. and now we're getting into collecting and playing with the classic clubs, the Arnold Palmer, Jim Nicholas, Gary Player, Ben Crenshaw, Lee Trevino era. And uh, that's a blast. There's a lot of collectibles out there on that. Uh, so we, we have collectibles, balls, clubs, equipment, memorabilia, all the way through up till the present. Yeah. You're not t- just talking about clubs, but GHS has all kinds of collectibles that, that you track, right? That is correct. You know, we have uh, high-end collectibles um, and, and people really gravitate to the historic, uh, unique one-of-a-kind metal trophy collections um, where there's a major story about an individual and how that uh, metal was obtained, right down to youngsters uh, and newbies who have pencils, golf cards, tees, and yardage books from places they've played that might be a new open um, venue. So, we, we encompass uh, A to Z, soup to nuts. That does define a collection. I, I, in fact, was reading on the website, if you have two or three of anything that you've collected over the, to- over the time that you've played, whether it's, again, a tee or a scorecard or whatever, you indeed have a collection. I, I would confirm that. Um, you have one. That's cool. Two. That's nice. Three. Oh, you have a small collection. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. The last time I played, I have a small collection of balls that I kept. (laughs) (laughs) Much larger collection of those that I donated. (laughs) We have a a company here in Louisville that... um where I live that I know you're familiar with, uh, Burn is the, uh, the Louisville Golf Company, which it's kind of, you know, strange coincidence that they would actually locate in Louisville. But they were one of the premier manufacturers of persimmon woods 
in the early 60s, 70s, 80s. In fact, Payne Stewart, when he won the U.S. Open, his driver was made by the folks here at Louisville Golf Company. Yeah, that's just great stuff. And uh, the Golf Heritage Society uh, was able, well, I'd say about four or five years ago when we had our national convention uh, in Kentucky, we visited, and at the time, uh, um, Elmore Just and Mike Just, right. uh, brothers, owned the company. They gave us just the the Sultan tour, and we saw how they um, made the hickory shafts because they made a lot of clubs for us, mm-hmm. uh, custom and otherwise, to supply the hickory players with replica clubs. And uh, they showed us the processes when we got into the fancy face uh, back in the 30s and 40s and 50s how those intricate inserts were made, installed. And I'll tell you, those craftsmen in their shop, just works of art, just amazing. I'll never forget it. One of the things I think that golfers today take for granted, their club faces. I mean, they know they read the all the advertising and everything and all the high tech that goes into this and all the fancy names they give to everything. But back, I was just reading, I mean, there was a, a gentleman back in the early 1900s who had the longest drive was 269 yards, and he did it with an itty-bitty face on a, on a, I don't even know if it was persimmon wood. Golfers have been doing great stuff without the technology, man. Crazy, yeah. It, it, well, technology is uh, largely uh, for those of us who are not as gifted um, and who work, work for a living and uh, get out there and beat it around a little bit. Uh, the, the current owner, by the way, of uh, Louisville Golf uh, is Jeremy Wright. And Jerry's a relatively young fellow with a young family, worked real hard. Uh, and um, Jeremy uh, is a combination of a great player, um, what I would call a uh, knowledgeable historian, and part physicist. This guy, when you talk with him, <laughs> I sat on a, on a bench talking with Mike Just about my swing and my club and, and, you know, played in competition with him. And Jeremy, the same. But Jeremy talks in terms of the physics and technical terms that I, I just won't repeat. And I might offend someone in your audience by mispronouncing <laughs> it. Golf can be very, very technical or just go out there and play. That's why we love it. Yeah. All right. Well, let me let me stir the hornet's nest then, and and let's really let's turn this into a bit of of them versus them. The purist would say that if Jack and Arnie and and guys in the seventies and eighties, sixties, seventies and eighties had the technology that they have now, they could all hit the ball 300, 350 yards as well. There are others who would say no. That's become the evolution of the way they train. They're more athletic now. Guys used to have the big beer bellies and, you know, they, they couldn't do the things. So where do you sit on that controversy? It's a great question. Um, the answer is both. Um, I, I think um, that uh, Jack Nicholas, Arnie Palmer, uh, as young men, if you look at them, they were very powerful. They had powerful builds and they were strong and they hit the ball a long way. Just just uh, look it up. I do think uh, with the ball, I think it's about the ball, as uh, Mr. Palmer used to say, and Mr. Nicholas would agree. Um, it's a ball about the ball. Those balls travel further and further. So the technology and competition uh, for the club is also about the ball. So um, when we play in different uh, types of historic events, we match the club to the ball. When you play a pre-1900 club, you're either playing a feathery 
or you're playing a gutty ball, a solid um, uh, a rubber cork, rubber uh, solid ball uh, from Malaysian rubber that was packing material and things shipped to Scotland. And the, and the caddies got a hold of that and kind of worked it into sphere and start whacking them around. And, wow. uh, you know, that, that's, that's just how Scotland got into golf. And, you know, we all played stickball and in our, uh, wherever we had room to play it in the alley, in the front yard, wherever on the street. Mm-hmm. And we set up the field, whatever space we had. Well, in Scotland, when they played, uh, golf, they might've had one hole, two holes, and, and they played it passion with it, whatever club and whatever ball they could find. That's why it's Scotland's game. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the modern players, um, they are starting to gravitate uh, and learn more history and be curious about swinging a hickory stick and banging a ball and uh, appreciating the craftsmanship uh, in, in something that was uh, made by hand one at a time. So, uh, you know, it's a really hard question uh, to answer, and, and it's um, uh, respectful to honor the great players of every game. And it's, it's um, really for the, um, uh, uh, for the, for the uh, folks that want to enjoy the, the, uh, the conversation or the, um, the argument, the sake of argument uh, to, uh, to hail their, their best uh, hero uh, as better than anybody else. But who really knows? <laughs> we'd, just, we'd just love to see him up in heaven and yeah. watch some of those matches. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Is, I guess that's the same for, for other sports as well. I think baseball is, is one where Lou Gehrig's and, and guys like that versus the greats of today or even just past today, people would say, well, Babe Ruth couldn't hit a 103-mile-an-hour fastball, and others would say Babe Ruth could hit anything, and the guys today couldn't hit you know, uh, Cy Young and people like that. And the fun part about that is there is no right answer, but it sure is a lot of fun when you're having a cocktail and having a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I would probably leave drinking out of it, but you're right. That's when we get to talk. My best shot. And, you know, yeah. but I, I would do an athlete's an athlete. Guys that can hit can hit. Guys that can putt can putt. So, you know, they'd, they'd, they'd survive and excel in any era. I'm sure yeah. of it. Guys that can't do any still play the game. You know, I, I do have a question I'm going to come right back with and, and ask something that I don't know, maybe historically perspective, your historical perspective can finally answer this definitively. We are the approach shot. We have Dr. Bern Bernanke, who is the, the president of the Golf Heritage Society with us on the approach shot. We'll be right back. Do you remember what you got dad for Father's Day last year? Well, if you don't, chances are he doesn't either. Well, I have the cure for the Father's Day amnesia. It's the Dad's Best Grill Pack from Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks has an amazing limited-time Father's Day offer just released for listeners of The Approach Shot. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter the code APPROACH into the search bar and order the Dad's Best Grill Pack. For $99.99, you'll get 28 of Omaha Steaks' favorite entrees, including bacon wrapped fillets, delicious boneless chicken breasts, boneless pork chops, plus the all-time favorite made-from-scratch caramel apple tartlets, and eight free filet mignon burgers, all for only $99.99. These packages are selling out fast, and so's your time to get Dad the best Father's Day present ever. Go to omahasteaks.com and use keyword APPROACH 
and order the Dad's Best Grill Pack today. That's omahasteaks.com keyword approach for a savings of 59% plus those eight free filet mignon burgers. Have current events affected the ability for you to pay your bills? Has your credit card debt overwhelmed you? Has your income decreased because you're working less or have you lost your job? Credit Guard of America may be able to help you find a solution to this problem. We offer a free no obligation consultation to learn how you can cut your payments by up to half and potentially lower your interest down to zero. Credit Guard of America is an A-plus rated nonprofit company that will work on your behalf. Credit Guard of America is licensed in all 50 states and has counseled over 1 million consumers struggling with debt just like you. Let us help you analyze and prioritize your debt. Negotiate with your creditors to reduce interest and payments. Set up one affordable monthly payment and provide ongoing education and support. Call now for a free no-obligation consultation and learn how you can become debt-free. Call 800-613-7650. That's 800-613-7650. 800-613-7650. And thanks for hanging and coming back. I am John Ashton. He is Neil Michaels. Dr. Bern Bernanke from the Gulf Heritage Society is our guest. Is it true, sir, that we have 18 holes on a golf course because there are 18 shots and a fifth of scotch? <laughs> Depends on how fast you drink from me. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you, you never heard that answer before. But, no. <laughs> um, when, when I was last in Scotland, um, we, we made sure that we had the uh, birdie rewards. And some days we, we could have played 27 holes. <laughs> we got nine in and uh, there were a few birdies. Uh, that's, that's, uh, that's part of it. But I do believe the weather uh, explains a lot of the culture of the warmer upper with mm-hmm. the uh, scotch. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm, a, uh, I'm a believer uh, after being there. Tell me, if you would, about Charlie Cobb. His collection looks fairly remarkable. Well, Charlie Cobb is uh, one of many um, incredible uh, collectors. You know, I always wonder, I, I know several of the folks, and uh, uh, we, we just lost one. Dick McDonough passed away just a couple months ago. And uh, uh, Mr. Cobb and Mr. McDonough, uh, I, I think they start out as being respectful of the game. And some of those uh, have, have a few of those collectibles that we all have, that ball from where you played. And before you know it, you're meeting somebody else that has something else. But uh, Gary Wyron and, and some of these other people uh, make a point of it. There was a gal, um, um, good friend, uh, Donna Hamilton. Donna played a little bit on the early uh, uh, LPGA tour. Um, but found that she enjoyed teaching more than competing. And she told me, uh, and she's near 90 now and has an amazing collection. Uh, and Donna um, said, everywhere I went, I picked up a few things that were available to me. So I, I think the collections are amazing, but the stories about where they came from and how you procured things, that's what some of we collectors uh, and um uh, historians enjoy so much about our society. So uh, people who visit our website will find out that we have an amazing depth of knowledge. Uh, a lot of collectibles that we show, different categories. Uh, people will go to our website, golfheritage.org, and they can look around a bit uh, and they can decide to stay and they can become an instant member because now we can sign up online. We've entered the 
the the uh, we're using the technology of the age to make it easy for people to find us and enjoy us for a while and then jump right in. You know, we have 50 years of archives of our journal and there's so much history there that people could get lost for a good hour or three um, and just, you know, look the topic and and go crazy doing their research about their uh, favorite event or their hero. And we have golf artists and we're doing all these kinds of things. So there's so many types of collections and Mr. Hobbs is one of those dream collections. Absolutely. I, I was I was amazed as I, I was I was perusing it thinking, wow, that's uh, that's a man cave that any of us who've ever played would have been very proud of. a gentleman, Mike Herdson. He's an architect. He's an amateur player. Um, he's the designer of Aaron Hills, where the U.S. Open 2017 was played. Mm-hmm. Um, so about two months ago, we visited his uh, uh, one of his uh, newer golfers in Dublin, Ohio, just out of Columbus. And then to fill out the day, we stopped by the Herds and Design studio, and his his uh, design studio uh, of six, well, I don't know how many golf architects that they have, each one has their own collection. So it's an amazing facility. Uh, and you, you just go from room to room and see these guys compete with their collections and their designs. And, and it's just an incredible uh, experience for a guy like me who loves both the game, the history, and all those cool things that are associated with the game of golf. How long would it take... Do you think for someone young, let's say there's there's a twenty something listening to us now who likes to play golf and plays on a regular basis, and decides that they don't have the wherewithal, the time, or the inclination to accumulate old stuff now for a collection, but they're going to start collecting today, keeping balls from the courses they played, like you said, keeping the scorecards from places they played, the the bucket list courses they go to put the hats and the shirts and things like that in there and tell stories. How long would it take to get a collection together that would actually be worth something on the market? Well, that's a really tough question. Uh, And I think it has more to do with the passion and the resources. Uh, One of our uh, GHS uh, directors, uh, Dr. George Petro is a retired uh, radiologist and from a young age, George knew he was a collector mm-hmm. and um, he was an investor as well as a collector. Okay. And he's got uh, a significant collection um, and he's proud of it and he knows the history about it. And, and it was something he decided to do early on. Right. Uh, and he had the wherewithal to do that. Yeah. I think the, the average member of our society um, has collectibles that are really extraordinary because of the value and the intimacy of the collectible to them. Uh, and it might be their pencil collection because it tells the story of their visit to Ryder Cup venues, right. for example. Right. Um, uh, just so many different ways to approach it, John, that it's very difficult to uh, to answer the question. Um, you, I, I will say that many of us uh, find a few treasures, we call them, when you find something in a yard sale or an antique shop uh and you get a great deal. Not that um, uh, you took advantage of somebody who was selling it, but it was there and you got it. Right. Um, and it turned out to be uh, worth three, four, five hundred dollars. Um, one of my first 
early um, finds uh, was in an antique shop and my wife and I in Somerset, PA. And we were in this uh, place four or five times um, before we had a chit chat with a gentleman. Mr. Shoemaker is his name. And he pulled out two clubs from the back. And he says, I've seen you in here and you asked once or twice about golf stuff. <laughs> and I want you to see this. And he pulled out a wood that, uh, you know, they stamped your your initials on your club back in the day. Okay. Oh. Stamped uh, G, um, I think it was G, it wasn't GHS, it was G something S. And his dad, his dad's, uh, his driver. And he said, I, I want uh, you to have this. And we negotiated a price. And to the time, it was 50 bucks. That was the most I'd ever spent on a collectible. <laughs> and, you know. When I looked it up, it had a uh, three ball insert in it, and it's worth three four hundred dollars today. Wow! Mm. So is is there a, a publication that that lists collectible items and, and their values, like you can get in stamps and coin collecting? Um, yes, and I'm very pleased to uh, give a shout out to my very dear friend Pete Georgity, who just completed the ninth edition of evaluating collectibles, Hickory collectibles. Uh, I'm sitting next to a bookshelf um, with a number of uh, resources that I use. Uh, Antique Golf Collectibles uh, by Pete Georgity, one of his early uh, productions. Golf collections, high end, those high-end golf collections. Golf collectibles. Um, and a lot of these are out of print, so you got to find them in antique shops in different places by uh, John Ullman and Morton Ullman. And then there's one that I particularly like i was just looking at it the other day called beyond the links sarah fabian badel b-a-d-d-i-e-l and sarah was a gal i met um in pinehurst in the airport she was about four feet ten and her suitcase was about five feet ten and and she couldn't get it out of the um out of the carrier in the in the um you know in the airport so I lifted it out and we shook hands and we became friends. And I have this book that my friend wrote right. and it's all about collectibles from over there across the pond that Sarah Bedell, who is a member of the golf collector society, by the way, we changed our name in 2018 to make us um, reflect the, the breadth of uh, interest that we have players designers, architects, writers, you know, we, we have it all. And it turns out that Sarah was an expert in paper uh, memorabilia, postcards and cards and ephemera. Uh, that's just wonderful. So guess what? A lot of the ladies gravitate to um, the art and the collectibles and jewelry and things that we just love and, and have and Love to show off. So, you know, we, we welcome everybody to uh, find some books and uh, enjoy this as a hobby, uh, whether it's because of bad weather, bad health, uh, or just uh, you love the game so much that you want to enjoy it in a thousand different ways. That's, that's who we are. That's phenomenal. We have more questions. We have boiled them down to a total of six. Is that right? And we're going to come back with them. The six-pack for Dr. Bern Bernanke from the Gulf Heritage Society is next here on The Approach Shop. Hey, my friend Alan and I played 18 this weekend, and we brought along a new friend, Arnold Palmer Spiked. It's the classic taste of iced tea and lemonade with 5% ABV. 
made with real juice and brewed teas for a smooth flavor that's as easygoing as, well, sinking a 10-footer for birdie. Arnold Palmer Spike reminds you of those timeless combinations we love, like good friends and laid-back weekends, fairways and fair weather, Neil Michaels and John Ashton. For classic refreshment that tastes like a chip-in from the sand, nothing beats an Arnold Palmer Spiked. It's the perfect balance of brewed teas and real juice, now with 5% ABV. Find Arnold Palmer Spiked in a store near you at arnoldpalmerspike.com approach or search for it on Drizzly and Instacart. That's arnoldpalmerspike.com approach. 2021 Hornell Brewing Company, Memphis, Tennessee. Malt beverage with natural flavor. Celebrate responsibly. We are the Approach Shots. We are John Ashton and Neil Michaels and Bern Bernanke, a motley crew if there ever was one. <laughs> and Neil has a six-pack of questions for the good doctor. It's true. The six-pack is sponsored by Arnold Palmer Spiked. Go to arnoldpalmerspiked.com slash approach to find a retailer near you. Vern, are you ready? We're going to fire these off and we just want your first thought. Go for it. All right. Question one. In your opinion, which golfer has had the greatest impact on the game? Tom Morris. Old Tom Morris. Old Tom Morris uh, pretty much um, brought the game um, to uh, to Scotland and England and, and then us. Uh, if you want to clarify and say modern, gee, you know, uh, three guys, Honor Palmer, uh, uh, you know, Jack Nicholas, Tiger Woods. Um, these are these are current uh, rock stars. And I love the old Tom Morris picture that I saw recently where he looked like an older gentleman and he had the long beard and, and white hair. And I think he was 47 at the time. <laughs> Question two, what's your favorite golf word or golf phrase? Hole in one. Nice. <laughs> well done. Question three, the Golf Heritage Society embraces all eras and lovers of the game. So, living or dead, who's the person you would most like to play a round of golf with? Arnold Palmer. I think that's an excellent choice. Spiked or not? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's, that's entirely <laughs> Question four, which should older golfers bring back, knickers or the Gatsby-style beret? The knickers. I completely <laughs> agree with you. Shout out to Tim Haskell, a buddy of mine from Washington, D.C., who was a probably a three or four handicap, larger guy. He used to call himself the fat guy from D.C., and he wore knickers every time we played, and it looked amazing. So good choice. A regular fashion plate. There, he actually was. Yeah. <laughs> Question five. Hollywood called, Burn. They'd like to cast you in a golf movie. In what time period would you like it to be, and who would you want to play? Wow, great one. I, I don't think the movie's uh, uh, been made about some of the uh, more recent players, but um, I, I think there will be um, films made by some of the classic players. You know, your former Nicholas, um, uh, Gary Player era. I, I expect that there'll be a movie about their their friendship, uh, their incredible longstanding uh, friendship, and their uh, string of uh, major victories, and and the closeness of their families beyond the game of golf. Um, I, I think I would like to be in that movie, uh, maybe as a cameo, uh, being a caddy for any one of those folks. 
And, and another interesting movie that uh, probably uh, could be made is Lee Trevino. Lee Trevino was a was a was a uh, a pip. Um, the guy was entertaining and he could play. There are books written about gamers, and some people say that they were really written about Lee Trevino. Uh, I really think that that would make uh, for an interesting one. And uh, I, I couldn't carry uh, the the game or the lines for that one. Right, Lee Trevino is is one of those names that when we're talking about an era gets mentioned in the second group of thinking. And I think he was probably one of the most interesting characters we've ever had in a game. So mm-hmm. good, good choice. Mm-hmm. All right, Bern, in your approach to life, what one rule do you live by? Enjoy it all. Amen. Amen. Indeed. <laughs> Bern Bernanke, you are off the hot seat. Thank you for the six pack of answers. <laughs> and Bern, let's do a little shameless self-promotion. Let's get these folks over to your website and, uh, and where would you like them to go and check out everything you guys do? John, thanks for that invitation. We are the Golf Heritage Society. You can most easily find us online at golfheritage, small letters, dot org, O-R-G, golfheritage, dot O-R-G. Um, and, um, you know, we, we are all over the country and we have members from all over the world. We are doing Zoom calls and we had a member from Australia on our last Zoom call. How about that? It's hard to schedule those calls, man, because in Australia, it's always like a week from Tuesday. <laughs> Even on Tuesday. Yes, <laughs> Dr. Byrne Bernanke, thank you so much for sharing your, uh, your love of the game with us here on The Approach Show. Do you remember what you got dad for Father's Day last year? Well, if you don't, chances are he doesn't either. Well, I have the cure for the Father's Day amnesia. It's the Dad's Best Grill Pack from Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks has an amazing limited-time Father's Day offer just released for listeners of The Approach Shot. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter the code APPROACH into the search bar and order the Dad's Best Grill Pack. For $99.99, you'll get 28 of Omaha Steaks' favorite entrees, including bacon wrapped fillets, delicious boneless chicken breasts, boneless pork chops, plus the all-time favorite made-from-scratch caramel apple tartlets, and eight free filet mignon burgers, all for only $99.99. These packages are selling out fast, and so's your time to get Dad the best Father's Day present ever. Go to omahasteaks.com and use keyword approach and order the Dad's Best Grill Pack today. That's omahasteaks.com, keyword approach, for a savings of 59%, plus those eight free filet mignon burgers. And now, it's time for... Golf is a funny game. (laughs) Back to your hosts, John Ashton and Neil Michaels. Welcome back to The Approach Shot, and we have with us today a comedian who is quite funny, which is always a good thing if you're a comedian, and and has appeared at places like Flappers and the Madhouse and the Wine Nest, which is actually coming up in, in a few days here. It's Daniel Storo. Daniel, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Neil and John. <laughs> <A pleasure>. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Very well we've done, been, Daniel. Kidding. Very well done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've been kidding before he got on that he actually put on his good shirt today. So we're really, really happy. 
to have a, a comedian on who's wearing a good shirt. Oh, it's my only shirt. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so well, that's, that explains it's it. It's laundry day for two months. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of us are wearing golf shirts. We wondered why you didn't wear a golf shirt. Do you play golf? I, I don't play golf. I don't even know what you would wear for, for a Do you have a certain shirt you have to wear for golf? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't seem like a lot of physical exertion happening. I don't think it would much matter what you're... you just you just need a lot of room and a collar for some reason. I don't yeah, know why. <laughs> Gotta have a collar. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Gotta have a collar. Yeah, no, I, I don't play golf. I, I play there's a, a bar across the street that has mini golf, and that's that's as close as I've gotten. Uh-huh. I take girls there on dates sometimes. Do you impress them with it? Uh nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> Putting uh, prowess does not score big these days i guess huh? no no girls don't girls don't love putting the way they used to <laughs> <laughs> it's just not the same always great to start with um we're going to a bar across the street and by the way how's your miniature golf game <laughs> how's your yeah how's your how's your swing yeah. it's the only time i'll take a swing at you don't worry yeah. <laughs> yeah no i can't even do that now it's just facetime dates it's a weird time to be single now for, with the pandemic and everything you can't you know, you can't do uh, you can't do real dates. I've been doing FaceTime dates. You, you're, you know, you're, uh, you guys don't. <laughs> no, don't do we, we don't do that. Out. No. Yeah. No, but but I'm telling you, it's weird because, you know, you, you meet someone on a, on a dating site or a dating app and you go, you're like, hey, you want to FaceTime something? You're just video chatting, which is, <laughs> you know, trying to get to know each other. It, it's not the best, but it's, it's also not the worst. The way I describe it is that nothing really good or bad can happen. Okay. You know, like you're not going to get laid, but you're not going to get murdered. <laughs> There's an upside to everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just put this shirt on and I'm good to go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do miss real life dating, though. Date, you know, you kind of meet someone at a party, you get that kind of love at first sight thing. You know, you ever had love at first sight, you guys? No. No, never had. It. I don't know. I don't know if I believe in it because I've had I've had the situation where I've I've seen someone across the room and been like, oh, she's the one. Yeah. You know, but then I've also had the the situation where I've talked to her for five minutes and been like, oh yeah, never mind. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Not the one. <laughs> Big mistake. <laughs> you know, <laughs> love yeah. at first sight is a sham. It you know, is. Some people are just really attractive. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's not love. And you're shallow. Well, so there you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. FaceTime works great then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Dating's rough, man. I, I'm trying to be better at, at, at identifying red flags. Mm-hmm. You know, they Very say fun. that's the thing that you need yeah. to like pay attention to red flags early on and then you won't make certain right. mistakes. So like, I'm trying to get better at that. Like if I like for example, if 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 a girl is interested in me. Huge red flag. <laughs> Just cut and run, you know? <laughs> Don't hang around. I mean, you wouldn't want to go out with anybody who'd be interested in going out with you then, right? <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> that kind of limits the field a bit, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the bar is here. Uh-huh. You haven't hit it yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, not exactly a hole in one. <laughs> uh, but I'm trying to trying to relate to your listeners there. <laughs> no, I was on a date. I, I actually my my last in person date was I don't know back in in I don't know March or something. It didn't. It was going well, and uh, we were, you know I was out on a date with this nice girl. Things were going pretty well, and then I I had put my jacket on her because she was cold, and she she 
noticed that I had a condom in the pocket. Like I just happened to have a condom in the jacket pocket. <laughs> she pulls it out. She goes, what exactly is this, mister? <laughs> you know, she's all, what, what exactly do you think is going to happen tonight? And I was like, oh gosh, I don't want to seem like presumptuous or anything. So I was like, I was like, think fast, Daniel. I was like, oh no, that's for someone I'm seeing later. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saved it. <laughs> you think again. Quick thinking. <laughs> oh my goodness. The bruises have healed, I, I see. That's pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How are you guys doing with the whole pandemic and everything? You, you, you got kids at home? You, no, we have to. We have kids that, that boomerang. They come in, they go out, they come in, take our liquor, they go out. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sounds like a good deal. <laughs> You're not worried about them going out and coming back in with. COVID. <laughs> I, I had heard something that alcohol cures everything, so I'm not quite sure. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. We were both in yeah, radio, yeah. which means that we had been exposed to every virus in the world and survived all of them. So we're immune to anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It sounds yeah, it yeah. sounds pretty scientific. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know. I just put my mask scary. on. I hope for the best. Yeah. No, it is. It is. I don't know. My, my my neighbor, my everyone in my neighbor, my neighbor is very walkable. So I'm I'm always out and about, but people are pretty good about masks everyone wears masks mm-hmm. around town so i feel you know pretty safe about that but uh, the thing i don't like about everyone wearing masks it's just harder to tell who the real ninjas are <laughs> <laughs> they're all undercover now <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for the vaccine I'm, I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna get the vaccine when it when it comes out i mean i think i'm like 200 millionth in line so i'm probably gonna get it for another year <laughs> right but uh, I don't know. I think once we're all vaccinated, I still don't think handshakes are ever coming back. No. Right? No. I think we're done. I think we're done with handshakes. I always thought handshakes were kind of weird, right? It's like, I've never met you, but let's rub the dirtiest part of our body together. <laughs> <laughs> see what happens. Explain let's see what way. you have in your jacket pocket for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Just put it on. <laughs> Keep it safe. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit of a of a germaphobe. Even before I was a little bit of a germaphobe, everyone's like, you know, I just use Purell, you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Like I never, I never trusted Purell. It's everywhere now. Yeah. But I never really trusted it, you know, because it even says on the yeah. bottle, it's like it, it says it kills ninety nine point nine percent of all <laughs> germs. Like then you're not. Like, that's pretty good, but that's not a hundred. <laughs> like what happened? You gave up. You were so close. You almost had them all. <laughs> What about so, the other 0.1%? Those are the germs I'm worried about. <laughs> they survived Purell. So now they're angry. <laughs> they want revenge. <laughs> they're all gathering. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I, I have been told, however, that 2020 has been a perfect year for ugly people with pretty eyes. I would love if people uh, enjoy it, I would love for them to follow me on Instagram because I post funny stuff and show dates and okay. things like that. So um, give, give the my addresses. Instagram is, is Daniel Starro. So it's D-A-N-I-E-L-S-T-O-R-R-O-W. If they want it, if people want to, you know, see where I'm performing next, I got some virtual shows coming up, whatever it is, you know, just follow my Insta and uh, keep everyone posted. And just make sure that if you're watching Daniel on Instagram or on one of the virtual shows that you do more than just use, you know, hand sanitizer. Go in there and really wash your damn hands. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, wash them. Wash them before you log in. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want any virtual bugs. <laughs> Those are the worst kinds, man. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel Storo, man. Great stuff. And uh, Thanks Daniel Storo Thanks on Instagram. Follow him and you'll be laughing a lot. Appreciate you spending yeah. your time with us here on The Approach. Anytime. Time. Is there more? Of course there's more. We would not leave you in the lurch. Hang out. We'll be right back. Kicking back with a good cigar, it's a reward. It's a tradition. And if you've been going to a gas station or convenience store, it's expensive. It's time to try FamousSmoke.com. Famous delivers your favorite cigars right to your doorstep at America's lowest prices. You know what you buy at a gas station? Gas. Beef jerky, lottery tickets, not cigars. That gas station doesn't watch their humidor like we watch ours. Filled to the rafters with over 1,000 brands like Romeo, Drew Estate, Rocky Patel, Fuente, Macanudo, and more. Millions of cigars in stock, shipped fast, and guaranteed to arrive at your door fresh and ready to smoke. No gas station guarantees that, but we can because cigars have been our family business for over 80 years. Here's our best deal yet. Go to FamousSmoke.com and use promo code 10 bucks at checkout. That's one zero bucks. We'll take 10 bucks off your $50 order. If you want real cigars, trust a real cigar shop. Famous Smoke Shop and save $10 now with promo code 10 bucks. Only a Famous Smoke that was it that's funny stuff man it is man all in all <laughs> learned a lot too i mean i want to go out now and uh, and start saving all those balls i've thrown away i want to just find them <laughs> save, me some, <laughs> save me some money as you know this is also u.s open week great to have burn on this week to be able to sort of look back over the history of the the sport and then to look forward as you mentioned at the beginning of the show i just came back from vacation just went through the san diego airport and of course there are golf people all over the place because oh, yeah. it's That's right. u.s open week here in, in san diego and in, in, uh, and so i was wondering because you and i talk a lot about you know celebrities that we've seen or celebrities that we've interviewed and stuff like that and i don't mm. take your interview hat off take your professional hat off okay have you ever run into a celebrity where you just flubbed go up and say hello or something and you went Bleh. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I'll admit to, no. (laughs) (laughs) Well done. Well, I will. I was thinking about this the other day. For all the people that we get to interview, some of the great people that we've had, James Blake and Brett Boone and Jeff Garcia and all these great, you know, national talent sports people. Mm -hmm. When I was earlier on, when I was working for a sports network, I got to meet Oscar Robertson, one of the all-time great basketball players. Mm -hmm. And we were at the NBA All-Star Game in Houston, and he was coming out of a hotel, and I was walking toward him. And I saw him. I knew exactly who he was. I'm probably 20 yards away from him. I'm trying to think of something clever to say. He comes up. We kind of stop. We look at each other. I extend my hand. And I think I said, (laughs) I swear I was having an out-of-body experience looking at myself saying, shut up. (laughs) The more you try to make this better, the dumber you sound. And Oscar shook your hand and... Called 911 to report a man having a stroke. <laughs> Fortunately, he was a complete gentleman and said something like, have a nice evening. He probably rolled his eyes. And then, yeah, you're right. He probably was looking for security. This story, though, comes with a happy ending. Oh, Not that kind. Okay. Uh, two days later, I'm going through that same hotel where that's where all the players were staying and everybody. And he was sitting next to a fountain. 
and I walk over to him and I said, we met two days ago. I don't know if you remember. And he goes, oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, "I, I want to apologize. I tried to say something, but all that came out of my mouth was garbledygook. And he goes, uh-huh, I noticed. <laughs> but we had a good laugh, and he was such a gentleman. Let me sit down and talk to him for a good five minutes about basketball and things. I thought this had happened to you at some point, but I didn't realize, of course, you'd never admit it. <laughs> well, you should have. <laughs> <laughs> True. The more I get to know you, the more I realize most of these kind of stories are going to be about me. Yeah, the, 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 the mistakes are all filed away under never to be repeated in public. <laughs> I think we're going to have to try to talk to some of your friends at some of the bourbon companies to get some of these stories out. (laughs) (laughs) I was a little bit um, upset or or disappointed that we did not get the the official stamp of approval on the story that there are 18 holes on a golf course because there are 18 shots in a fifth of scotch. Yes, I, I think I know. I know before you die, you're going to make that happen. I am going to find someone who definitively answered that question. <laughs> but in the meantime, if what you have to do is contact every bourbon and scotch company in the country mm-hmm. and then maybe talk about them on the air and then maybe have them send you a sample, yeah, you're, you're willing to do the hard work. Worse, worse things could happen in my life. <laughs> but it just it just adds another brick in that in that frustration wall where you have to remember that the same people invented golf and called it a game that invented bagpipes and called it music. You are the king of smooth, my friend. <laughs> and remember too, life is a gift, just like John's bourbon. Go open it. You've been listening to the Approach Shot with the Weekend Golf Guys. If you like this week's episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you download your podcasts. And find us on the web at ApproachShot.net. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. You only want what's best for your baby. And so does BJ's. BJ's offers a variety of baby products that will take you from playtime to bath time to bedtime and beyond. Shop now through September 24th at BJ's for $3 off Johnson's, Aveeno, or Desitin baby products. Only the best will do when it comes to caring for your little ones and for parents, too. Give your baby that special care and save big at BJ's.